What's up guys, it's Andy from A Jesus Mission. This is People Who Will Change the World. This week, we're going back to Kosovo. Some of our incredibly talented and amazing friends, uh, Jordan and Jenny Silva, have recently headed to Kosovo. Uh, we told you their story a while ago on one of these episodes, but we want to bring you a follow-up. I sat down with them last week on Friday uh, in Montana. They came home to Missoula, Montana for a little bit where I got to go and visit with them. Uh, Emma Cherry uh, joined us up there in Montana. Emma is going to Kosovo uh, very soon. Um, we'll bring you an episode with her and then also uh, Todd Ock met up with us. Todd Ock leads one of the Unite the Mission home churches there in Missoula. We're super excited about what God is doing in that community um, and it's amazing what God's doing in that community in terms of mission and sending. So there's people from there that are getting prepared to come over. There's so many things happening that it is I can't even bring you all of the updates in one video but I want you to meet Jordan and Jenny Silva again. If you've not yet watched the previous episode, Tyler I don't know which side to point to. If you've not yet watched the previous episode, go and check this out. These guys are phenomenal. They're going to give you a little bit of their heart for Kosovo and what God's doing there. Now, this season or this show that today's episode um, brings you a current snapshot. Um, when this airs, they will already have returned to Kosovo uh, where they are building out a coffee shop. They're doing incredible work there. God is raising up a monstrous team of people to serve in Kosovo. So we're going to watch this with Jordan and Jenny. But before I introduce you to them and let you watch this, conversation that we filmed in Montana. I want to tell you about this week. It was nuts. I got to meet up with so many people that are a part of a Jesus mission that are moving around the world. I just need to bring you a few quick updates. I met up with Madeline Powell. She has been in France for years and is transitioning and looking to where God's going to move her next. We're really excited. She is doing amazing. Um, I'm going to bring you a conversation with her hopefully really soon as well. Frankie Trejo from the band Small Giants was with me as we traveled around Southern California. He played drums for me in San Diego where I've been leading worship at a Calvary Chapel down there quite frequently. Um, Frankie comes and plays with me there and so it's been awesome to work with Frankie. Small Giants is going to be leaning into a lot of different things this year. They are going to continue leading worship. If you need a band to just do a phenomenal worship event, call Small Giants. Frankie will uh, is the greatest guy you've ever met in the history of the world. After Frankie and I did worship together, we hung out with Madeline. We went and we met up with the Reinhold family. Seth, uh, or Seth and Kalea are married. They are in Small Giants. Kalea, Seth was working. He didn't get to come hang out with us. But Kalea and then Sean and Jamie Reinhold and Christian Reinhold who served in the Dominican Republic for years as a full-time missionary. They are the ones who planted and started the Ears to Hear missions base that we are a part of down in Barona, Dominican Republic. Um, Joan and Marisol are leading the, the charge down there right now. They are amazing. We'll bring you an episode with them as well. But there's so many things that we're looking forward to in the coming year. You need to know about what God is doing. So Keep watching this. Keep hearing about what's happening. I know some of you are a part of a Jesus mission that listen to this. Keep living on mission where you are. I want to have a conversation with you uh, uh, so that we can share what God is doing. But in the Dominican specifically, there's a, a, an incredible piece about what God is doing there in the leadership of a Jesus mission. And in, in Sean and Jamie, you can see just the peace and the joy of what God's doing down there. And they're excited for the future. If you have a team, if you want to come be a part, join us, bring your people. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get, let's get some teams going back to the Dominican Republic. 
it's open, we can send people. I think actually as we're filming this, there is a team on the base from uh, Southern California. Thank you for serving and sharing the gospel in the Bates and in the community of Barona. After we hung out with Sean and Jamie and Madeline was there and we had this great dinner, uh, insert picture here of us in, in uh, Orange County. Um, then I jetted up to Portland where I led worship all week at a youth camp. It's cool to see what God's doing in the lives of people around the world. Um, I kind of hit Montana, California, Oregon, and Washington just this last week seeing people. Um, but now I'm home and I'm going to invite you to this. If you live in the Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Salem, Tillamook, Astoria, anywhere within three hours of us, I think it's worth your time to drive out for July 29th in Camas, Washington. We have 96 seats available and that includes the people that are a part of a Jesus mission that are going to be there. You're going to get to meet Christy Hildebrand who's going to Eswatini. You're gonna to get to meet um, Jordan Faker, who is uh, taking his family and they are, him and Chelsea are moving with all of their children to um, the, the Basque country in Spain. Uh, there's gonna be Jonathan Nuki, I think is gonna be down here. He's a part of a Jesus mission. You're gonna meet Emma Cherry, who's going to Kosovo. There's so many people going to be a part of this. You need to meet this. If you, or you need to come to this. If you've been a longtime supporter, or if you just started, or if you just wanna even know what's going on, this is going to be a support fundraising dinner. We are raising the money to continue doing the missionary care gatherings uh, specifically. That's what we're raising money for right now so that we can do one in Germany in August. We need to raise a, a substantial amount of cash um, so that we can continue operating and supporting and sending missionaries. So come to that dinner. Uh, come with your checkbook. If you use a checkbook, I don't know if people do that. There'll be QR codes you can scan with your phone and just give online. But we have Swingy coming down. Swingy is led by Craig Finley. Craig and I have done missions around the globe uh, and using his swing band and my rock band, The New Divide, we've partnered for some incredible stuff. They're gonna be here doing entertainment. We're gonna have some swing music. We might even create a spot for you to learn how to do a little swing dancing yourself, um, which is one of the ways that we do gospel work around the world. We're gonna have really good dinner because Natalia's Cafe here in Camas, Washington is catering for us. It's going to be a great night. You're not going to want to miss it. Get here July 29th. It's a jesusmission.org slash dinner. Again, like I said, there's only 96 seats available and they are, they are filling up. Um, so if you want to come uh, and, and be a part of that dinner, go register right now. Uh, it's $10 that covers the cost of the meal so that we can continue raising money and doing what we're going to be doing. The silent auction is going to be fun. We got like a drum that was custom made for a Jesus mission. If you're wondering where I'm at, this is below our office. Our office is in kind of a back alley and through it's behind a storefront and you go upstairs. It's from, if you come to the dinner, I'll take you and show you the office. Um, but this is below the office. So Jairus is upstairs painting uh, a, an incredibly beautiful painting that she's going to put up uh, for the silent auction. There's going to be a lot of different things, some different businesses that will have uh, given us uh, gift baskets and things like that you can bid on. So come, let's raise support. Let's keep supporting missionaries. Until th that night, though, get to know Jordan and Jenny Silva. Let's watch this interview. We are in Montana, yes. which is not where you serve, no. but it's where you live and where yeah. you have things. And the post office box, I saw their post office box today in the tiniest town I've ever seen. They, it was cute. It was yeah. a cute mailbox. Um, talk to me about why you're back here in America because yeah. the last video you were going to Kosovo, but now you're not in Kosovo. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, so we're back. This is our base camp. Montana's our, our home in the sense of our church family. We mm -hmm. have family here. Uh, but the main reason we came back was really just work and life to medical stuff. You know, we took Cassian over when he was two months, came back yeah. to get him checked out, um, getting the COVID back because it just, it's way easier to travel right now yeah. with that. Uh, so open up some possibilities for us and travel and then just some work. Um, and really mainly, honestly, was to connect with our church family. 
yeah. we wanted to share what God was doing and be there in person. And that was one of the main things in our heart when mm -hmm. we left to make sure we don't break that that uh, that bond with them. Yeah. And I think in order for that to happen, you have to be face to face. And so yeah. we got to go and share her church, um, and that went really well. And yeah, we could leave in. Two yeah, days. two days. Man. Two days. Back, so. so by the time you watch this, you'll be back in Kosovo. <gasps> time travel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is a time travel episode. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you yep. Talk about, for a second, that out of sight, out of mind, separation from your home church. I know a lot yeah. of missionaries struggle with that kind yeah. of thing because when you get ready and you go and everybody's excited and you get there and then the text messages slow down and the yes. emails slow down. How has that impacted? Because you guys went there for a season and came back. Talk about yeah. some of that. Yeah, so it, it, it's real. Um, we are spoiled because we're in a situation where I was the missions pastor okay. of the church before we left and, and over the missions community. And so we really had a lot of influence on what was kind of happening and setting up. And then we passed the baton to one of our mm. best friends who knows us very well um, and is also very missionally minded to where the, the whole community and culture actually came behind us when we left. So we are in a unique yeah. position because I feel like we get what a lot of missionaries and especially those that are on the field, some of our friends in Kosovo, um, they don't receive as much as, which is the constant care and checkup and communication. Yeah. So, but the reality is we've been gone six months. And so mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that, you know, six months is one thing, but as we're there two years, three years, you know, whatever God yeah. calls us to 10 years, that that stays consistent. Um, yeah. There's kind of two factors that makes our church like a special blessing to us. One is we have one point person who cares about us, who calls us, and who is so efficient at mm. um, communicating with us and communicating to our church. So she's an amazing point person and advocate That's for awesome. us. That's awesome. And then the other thing is like, our pastor came over and visited us. We hadn't been on the field for five months wow. and our pastor and his yeah. wife came and it was such an invaluable thing for them to be able to get our ministry and our challenges and to yeah. be able to be like, I could, message her and be like, yeah. hey, this is going on. Will you please pray? And she really yeah. understood. They wow. really so. joined us in sending. And yeah. so they're taking that responsibility on. So if you are a sending church or a pastor, yeah. like just recognize the responsibility you're taking on by sending somebody. And mm -hmm. man, it means so much to go oh, and so visit and, jo and join what they are doing. Because now I can call my pastor and be like, hey, you know that, that one couple we talked about where they're going through this? He knows them now. It's not just that name. Yeah. That's always a struggle, right? Like when you go back and start to tell your church what God is doing and they're just kind of zoning out because... Uh, they don't know these people. They yeah. haven't experienced them. So, yeah, I was that you kind of led into it. I was going to ask how how ascending church because some of you who watch are sending missionaries and are mm -hmm. helping, or or you're maybe these are missionaries you're helping send. How should sending churches or supporting families, literally supporters, monthly yeah. supporters, people like that, how can they actually stay up to date with you guys? Not just you guys, but missionaries yeah. in general. What have you observed that works or makes you feel really like? These guys care and they're behind me. You said some of that communication, but is there anything you would encourage these guys to do? Yeah, um, I would say whenever you are praying for us or, or a missionary, let them know. Yeah. Even just a short little message, yeah. like that makes means the world, especially to know that you're in prayer, joining in the mission. Because we know that nothing's gonna happen unless God makes it happen. And we've already seen that happen so clearly in everything that's come together with the coffee shop and moving in people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, so let us know you're praying. Communicate that. <laughs> um, yeah. What else would you say? Yeah, I mean, just, I mean it it's really means a lot when we, we try our best to update our supporters, our church as much as we can, like through Facebook, whatever. 
and we try to do a decent job of explaining everything. So it means a lot when we come back home and someone's like, man, how's this person doing? How, you know, how's the coffee shop going? When's like, well, you've never been there. You, you were following up and that's really means a lot to us and it means yeah. that they're engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it can be a, on the flip side, a little bit discouraging when it's like, what have you guys been doing? It's like, well, what, what been? <laughs> uh, aren't you, you know, it, it just, just, yeah. it really means a lot when people follow up with uh, the stuff that's out there as best they, best they can. So this is a call to missionaries to provide a way for their supporters to know. That's cool. Um, we have chosen just a Facebook group because we can post messages or pictures or videos like instantly. And that's been really nice too, because there's been a couple times where it's like, we need prayer now for this. And I can send it to a group of people. And I know those people that are going to get it are going to pray now respond. for that. Yeah. That is really cool. It's, it's much better than saying for us, just an email or something where I don't know if we're going to read it. Yeah. So I want to shift gears and hear a little bit about what's been going on there because you have been there for six months. Mm -hmm. The last video you might've seen with these guys, you were preparing yep. to go start exploring about opening a coffee shop. You're wearing a shirt from a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, I am. I got mine. It's sitting over there. I'm super excited. They're super soft and gentle, uh, <laughs> like your yeah. personality. Um, no, uh, don't. Yeah. That was a dumb joke. I'm really sorry. I was homeschooled. Um, the talk about the coffee shop, what you went there hoping to do and where it's landed at well, like six months later. Printed shirts, obviously <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you, we did it. I when mean, you what, make what, shirts, yeah, obviously more. it's real. What more? Yeah, so we um, showed up in January with the desire to plant a coffee shop, but we really wanted God to be the one that led that. And so we kind of gave our desires to the Lord and just honestly took a step back and prepped for our own life living there. So learning the language, understanding the culture, getting our house set up, mm -hmm. getting our, our little boys adjusted to the new world and just were, was waiting on God. And through that, God brought the team, the, the building, the finances, like everything that needed to happen for that to even just, just to move. He brought it one after another to where we had no choice, honestly, at that point where it's like, I guess we got to <laughs> Guess we're opening a coffee yeah, shop. Then, you know, when you have people, when you have money and you have the building, it's like, well, I guess at this point we have yeah. to go forward. So the last five months of that has been just that process of uh, building out and remodeling a coffee shop. Uh, hiring team, building team, praying with people, um, doing all the business stuff that it takes to open yeah. a coffee shop in a foreign country and really trying to connect with the local church there to make this more than just our vision. That's the whole goal of it was yeah. to unify the church around a single vision. And so we've been doing that and it's been good. It's been busy. Um, and then with that, we've been spending time with students. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been kind of cool to see just God bring together like a family of students. Um, our house is always full all hours of the day. When I you say love. students, what's the age range? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that most people in our in our circle are somewhere from 18 to 30. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it, it does feel like a family. Yeah. Like sometimes at 10 o'clock at night, you know, somebody will be just like walking in kind of timidly and I'm like, oh, come on in. You're welcome. Wow. So I'm very thankful for that and thankful for those dear friends and for their willingness to engage about real things with us. That it's not just shallow, like, you know, we're just, yeah. you know, free food, <laughs> but, yeah. but that our friends are willing to engage with, with us about the things that matter most, which is God and yeah. Jesus. And, mm. and they know that, they know that's why we're there. So like, that's yeah. the cool part is our relationship is established around. We're there to tell people about yes. God and yeah. introduce and yeah. let them know who he really is. Mm -hmm. And so they're they know, to be sly and yeah, so they know if they're going to come over and play Xbox or eat some food or have a coffee that that's where it's going to lead eventually. Yeah. And they're willing to do that yeah. day after day, which is just like, that is God. Like yeah. nobody else. Like, Otherwise, you know, again, in a Muslim context, in an Islamic culture, that's, we're speaking blasphemy to them. We're going and insulting yeah. their 
way of life every time we bring up the name of Jesus, and they were willing to do that for relationship. And I, man, that, that's God drawing yeah. those young people to do Himself. So. That's astounding. Yeah. You have a building. You yeah. Have a team. Yeah. When, when are you intending to open the building? Yeah. So uh, with with that, going back to the team. So we have a, a few. We have two families that are um, Albanian that are there on the ground ourselves, and then we have the rest of our team kind of staggering out through August and September. Um, all with their kiddos as well, so it's going to be wow. a good fun time. I think, and they have like 20, 23, 24 people in the end going to be part of this uh, yeah. Jesus Mission team. That's an absurd amount of so, people. So, uh, Adam and Emily Nelson show up the 2nd of August. Um, we hear from them soon. Uh, Emma showing up September, <laughs> yeah, beginning of September. Chad and Sarah are smiling. And Emma's they, sitting right over on the side of this, yeah, watching us film this. Judging us. We're going to do a, an episode with Emma very soon before she deploys, so be watching yeah. for that. So anyways, we're waiting for all that team to kind of come yeah. together. We're hoping first or second week of August to actually open the doors, to do a soft launch of the coffee shop, and then um, take the month of August to really yeah. work out all the bugs and kinks and yeah, really focus on the, getting that business to run well and smoothly so we can kind of shift gears and have our team just then use that tool for the gospel yeah. and, and bridge the meeting students so come on we're excited so we're planning to do some events with uh, just a lot of different organizations in the city already hopefully some musicians and music and games and just really make it a place to where students feel like we want to show them this is for them so we're just going to try to bless students for for a whole week and just give them free coffee and events and really show them hey this is something new for you because yeah. that's not how most businesses do operate there you were saying earlier when we were talking yeah. that um you're putting a ton of electrical outlets in yeah. as opposed to most shops and Christina are, are covering them up or hiding them yeah. because they don't want people to loiter. Your business model is loiter. Yeah, like, like we don't, like if they don't, if they don't buy a coffee, like we wish for them to sit there all day. No, we yeah. hope obviously it is a business and the business supports a lot of the team stuff, but at the end of the day, we just want students to feel like this is their place yeah. because that means then I can go over and ask them how they're doing, uh, what they're studying, and then try to build that relationship to have a coffee with them and tell them about Jesus, right, Kestin? Um, with our kiddos there with us, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, most businesses, they, you know, they're businesses. They're yeah. trying to make money. And so students don't typically have a lot of money. And so if a student comes in, they want them to, you know, buy a coffee and then get out for the next, the next uh, yeah. customer. Where we're really designing, the whole coffee shop design is around how we can fit laptops there and how we can have cozy chairs and how they can just come and hang out and have, we're going to have like yeah. school supplies for them and, you know, ways that they can eat all day and hang out all day. Yeah. Um, this is their place and we want them to feel like, you know, we're doing it for them. We love them. So it's cool how the small things we can do that are countercultural, literally yeah. in that environment, covering up electrical outlets versus <laughs> yeah. Yeah. freeing them. Like the little countercultural things we do open opportunities to share the hope of the gospel. Have yeah. you, I mean, not, not have you, I know you have because you've been telling us these stories, but you've been getting to share the gospel yeah. there and, and seeing fruit happen and seeing people yeah. come into just greater understanding of who Jesus is. Yeah. Like, what has changed in your understanding of the gospel over the last six yeah. months? Yeah, I think like initially, so we've been kind of going back and forth in the Kosovo for about a year and a half now. And initial conversations is really around Islam itself as far as like, mm. you know, it's a, it's a religion, a doctrine of demons. So it has lots of holes and lots of, you know, it's a messy. And so you, at first we can just go focus on that. And I think the reality was that, man, even if I do destroy their faith in Islam, I'm not, that's not bringing mm -hmm. them to Jesus. Like I can't just go in and, and smash up. There's a place for that. But the reality is my focus is just to give him Jesus and to point him to Christ. And then at that point, I sure we work through Islam, work through the gospel and really bring those things to light. But then it just 
stepping back in lots and lots of prayer while yeah. continuing that relationship with the students. So I have some that we've been working with for a couple of years where I've kind of said all that I can say. We're still going through the word, but you know, like, yeah. they've had, they have been given the gospel. They've been, they know where they stand in Islam. And at this point, they just need God to come in and do a miracle in their life. And that's so just, it's prayer and consistent relationship, yeah. loving them, even when they at this point have not accepted Christ, um, just still showing them, hey, I'm still, I'm gonna walk with you. Yeah. Walk with you until that day that you know you you see, and I'm gonna be praying for you and then talking through that. Thanks. And so I think that's been our approach of realizing that you can really only do that with maybe five to ten students, mm-hmm. you know, each. Like mine, five, five to ten guys. Jenny has the same with girls. That's gonna be our ministry for the next five to ten years. It's just yeah. a small group of people that we join in life. We join their bike clubs. We join their faculties. Yeah. We go to their families' houses and just do life with them. So when those hard conversations come, they know like, no, Jordan, he loves me. Yeah. He loves me because he says this Jesus guy. Yeah. And hopefully that will be the thing that they see consistency in. Um, and then let God do the work on Islam and That's other so things. Good. Yeah. Dude, I'm so honored to get to work with you guys. Jenny's keeping Cassian uh, entertained. Uh, <laughs> but if you had one second, or one second, you can take as long as you want. Okay. But if you had one thing... Um, that you would just encourage or essentially you just have the freedom to just preach it. Like what would you, how would you encourage those people who might be watching mm. or whether they're a supporter or not, or yeah. just another person in the Jesus yeah. mission. I know more people from a Jesus mission even watch these just because they're getting to know yeah. each other and the teams yeah. we were counting today as we did all the math kids included, there's about 50 people that are a part of a Jesus mission that by this fall will be serving in Europe. That's a large portion. Huge. That's a huge force. Um, there to share the hope of the gospel. What would you, how would you preach it to whoever was watching today? Both of you. I would love to hear yeah. both of your. Yeah, go for it, Jenny. You got the one. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm in on this one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I love the freedom and the joy in um, the simple instructions that Jesus gave his disciples mm. to go into the world and make disciples. The beauty is that that is needed everywhere in the world. Um, and especially the places where there aren't people already doing that. Um, but I love the freedom in those instructions, you know? Mm. It's not like the, the strategy is complicated. Um, <laughs> and that we just have to be obedient and to love people. Um, and then to see the blessing in that. Like, yeah. God totally, when you step forward in obeying Him and the simple things that He tells you to do, I, I promise you, He will meet you there and bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and provide for you. Yeah. Um, like, we've experienced that in such a real way. I am a planner and not a risk taker. Um, and I'm married to a risk taker. <laughs> and, but it's cool to see like God totally has honored us stepping forward in obedience. Um, and, and that's blown my mind and grown my faith. That's good. Yeah. I mean, Jeannie still, what I was going to say, just in the sense of like, go, go where God is going. He's moving. And so if you're not going where God's going, you're really robbing yourself of the joy and the satisfaction of following him. Mm. And as a sender, if you're not being obedient and like following through that you're missing out, if you're just sending a check, like you're really missing out on what God's doing through yeah. that individual. So go or sender, really be where God's going and engage with what he is doing in, in whatever country you're supporting or going to. Um, if you're on the fence about going or not, I know there's someone within AGM or others that are just kind of working through that. Yeah. When the go. Like we have just been experiencing overwhelming blessing from the Lord right now, just kindness of the in this season. That's mm. it's kind of a more difficult season to go in. I mean, yeah. you know, people aren't supporting as much. COVID's kind of make the world world a little bit crazy. Like, God has been so for our testimonies. God's been so so good to us, and, and people have been mm. so excited, um, like on the field to have new fresh blood going. So I 
can't think of a better time yeah. than now to, to step Man. out and go. So That's awesome. You heard it here first. <laughs> step out and go. Thank you guys, Jordan, Jenny. Thank you for letting me come out and spend a day with yeah. you before you return. What an honor to get to serve alongside you guys. If you don't follow these guys, go follow. Where do they find you on all the internet things? We're on the internet things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, on, we use Facebook the most just yeah. because it's you know the platform yeah. we have the most, the widest reach on. So message us on there and then we can get you um, mm -hmm. onto the Facebook group that we yeah. have that, that is private. Um, so we can share everything that's going on in the country. That's gonna be the place to find yeah. what's going on. I, I uh, love those updates on that group. Uh, also, that group isn't just you guys. It's no, the entirety it's of the team, team yeah. is made an admin and given freedom to post on there. So if you wanna just watch what God is doing in Kosovo, I said that weird. I stuttered my way through it. <laughs> if you want to see what God's doing there, follow these guys. If yeah. you want to support them, it's a jesusmission.org slash Silva family. I think. Probably. I'm guessing that's their yeah. last name and yeah. their family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Niall, their other kid is in taking a nap. We just, I flew out here, spent the day with them. Uh, wanted to just sit down, grab a camera, sit down and ask how it's going. So thank you so much for taking your time. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. I'm Andy sitting here in Montana with the Silvas. Those people who change the world will see you next week. We made it. We made it. Uh. <laughs>